Yo, yo, welcome back to another Muscle in the Hustle podcast. It is Thursday morning, so it is. Getting it done earlier to the way. Hillary's come back from Liverpool, Tony's excited. He just said, little Tony's excited too. <laughs> little, big Tony um, said, you know what, let's plan ahead. Let's be, uh, let's be mature about this. Instead of running about at the weekend trying to, trying to ditch Hillary for an hour. To get the podcast yeah. done, um, we've decided we'll do it early. We've got loads of questions. It's a good week. The weather is brilliant. Fucking roasting. Tony's Fucking beautiful. Tony's uh, getting more tan by the day. I'm not. Alright, uh, you haven't been out much, have you? No, no, I've been out. About. Busy work. Eh? Oh fucking hell! You're <laughs> like me. Laptop life said, take the fuck out the back. I was out yesterday for about half an hour and I burnt. Oh, that's, so what that's it that's it done now that's it done for the year that's the burning um, no I was out yesterday for a while I have no sun cream you don't buy some no uh, I don't know hey that's normally a bad time if I buy sun cream then it's storm weather you know oh, you don't tempt me. it's like when you buy a pair of shorts you know the weather's gonna change straight away or buy a pair of sunglasses when you invest in a pair of sunglasses you'll never get a chance <laughs> to wear them you know when you go, right, I'm going to spend 200 in a pair of sunglasses. I'll get a nice pair. And then you never get a chance to wear the fuckers for a full year. Yeah, I know that is Happens to me all the time. All. And then you lose them. Uh, it happens to me all the time. I don't know many pairs of Ray-Bans I've gone through that I've never actually got to fucking wear, other than driving. Yeah, bang on. I know exactly how you feel about that. Right, so do you want to do questions? Do you want to have general well, chat? We'll get stuck in straight away. The big man's dieting while he's drinking a protein shake. Right, so the we won't say it's a cut. Is it a cut? A mini cut? So it's a mini cut, right? He's, he's still drinking protein shake. He's very unprofessional. I'd like to apologize on his behalf. Oh, I'm nagging it. Right, so before, before Monday, you were on 5,000 calories a day, was it? I was on about four, eight, and then veg would bring me up to about five. So yeah, five-ish. Five-ish. Now you're on? Three, five. Three, five. So we're 30% gone straight away. 30% gone. So we fat Tony as a Sunday night. We fat Tony was running about Newry. <laughs> Come Tuesday morning, we fat Tony at abs. Yeah. How, how's that work now? How's, how's, your, hater, how's your haters, how's your haters going to have fucking ammunition for this now? Do you know what? I've been getting a lot of support actually. See, since I've started that, and loads of people I've never wrote to me before have been like, I'm absolutely dying to see the result and best looking. And like, I'm not even proud, I'm just that. It's because you're in the world's longest fucking bulk. You have to yes. remember, right? From the day I met you, you've never, you've you've been on a, a bulk with, with intermittent small mini cuts. So, this is probably still, and to me, this, is, this will be the leanest I'll have been. Probably in the last five to six years, I reckon, at the end of the eight weeks. Joe, so it'll give me a good representation of where I am. The main reason for it is it's different to a prep. Like, I'm going to be about, I'd say I'll end up about halfway through a prep because the prep would be about 16 weeks for me, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, probably a wee bit longer with trial periods. But I reckon it would be, so I'll be lean enough that most people will say, fuck, he's really lean but not lean enough that I would be able to go on stage. And that way I'll be able to call if I have any weak points and then have three months of going up from uh, October, November, December 
I'm going to go back in again and then I can decide if it, from this period of eight weeks, I can decide if that's my last three month push or whether it needs to be extended to get the muscle. I'll know, I'll know, I'll be able to see clear as day whenever I'm leaner now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Fuck. Whereas before, it's been a sort of a case of I've leaned down a wee bit and then saw a wee bit of like, and I, I know anyway I'm not big enough. Whereas now I'm actually getting quite a lot from like my coach and stuff saying like, no, I think it's it's practically there. It's just a case of we just need to double check. Yeah. Uh, but the big shift in fluid, so 101.8 kilos, which is about 15, it's, it's actually 16 stone on the head, right? right. Uh, now I'm f- in three days of that and I'm now 15.7. So I'm down about 3.3.2 kilos or something. I'm in around about seven pounds down. So I'm 15.7. So, but it's it, a lot of it's fluid. Like that won't be all fat. It's like this initial dieting phase you see with mums, women who drop carbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've just, I've just dropped, I'm not lying, all my, all my calories I dropped there were carbs. I dropped about 300 grams. So yeah. I'm going to drop four, I'm going to drop three, four pounds of water. I probably lost about a pound, two pounds max of fat. Yeah. A lot of that's water retention due from the food. Yeah. Oh, and I was so bloated. I looked pregnant. So that was all the bloke from the grubble. I did the state, the, what is it? The, the standard stomach. The standard like stomach. sumo wrestler. Oh, uh, they, uh, yeah, that that the the drop in the carb things are it's a it's a real fucking you know there's there's a only well, actually the point the fella was on was on one was on the Muscle Mentors podcast and he talked about with with his clients in the first couple of weeks he drops the carbs more than most and your guy goes why why do that and he says well I explained to them when we drop the carbs you're going to drop a lot of water weight and he goes I do explain to them that that's you know, it's not fat, it's nothing, it's just water weight. But he goes, what I also found was in the first two to three weeks of dieting, that's when people break. So he goes, I give them an ego boost at the start when they get through that first couple of hard weeks and then they go, oh, look at me dropping, dropping, dropping. And then when we start upping things and changing things, manipulating things, they've already got, but sure, look how well I did the first three weeks. Instead of we all know the coaches that won't tell people and just go here, I'm going to drop their carbs, and then they go fuck. I'm three days in, I've lost half a stone. Yeah, and they don't realize okay. that it's it's literally just water and and weight. Like a lot of it's weight. You you'll never understand how much shit your body can hold, and literal yeah. shit. Like between your intestines and your stomach and everything, your body can hold on to a lot of stuff. Yeah, like you'd be surprised, like the changes that can happen quite drastically. Especially if you have big I, I muscles. That depends. Yeah, that depends on the person too. Like, like you need to remember, like yeah, if you're if you're a female and you're flicking between a pound or two, that's the same as somebody like me flicking between two to three pounds. You know, the yeah. difference is probably double the weight. Uh, I think as well, see that dad and thing. I think that's very individualized. Like that probably depends on that person's client base he's working with. Whereas, like for example, with me, I would notice people tend to break somewhere in the middle. Like if I'd done a twelve week dad and phase. Yeah. It's usually five weeks tight, a week of, of like an event or something's off. Yeah. And then and then they're back locked in. I think sometimes people need a reset though. Like week, week actually, three, week three's my week. Week three's the week that I find toughest when I'm back. Do you, you psychologically tell yourself that though? And then that's No, the no. It, it just seems like um you go too maybe too dialed in and then you get you find a reason to, as you said, an event to slightly break, and then you get over that event, and then you're back at it the next day, and then 
you go, fuck, you know what? I'll just take this wee, mm-hmm, you know, this wee, mm-hmm, wee deliveroo, mm-hmm, wee deliveroo. And then it makes it easier. It makes it easier for you to make excuses for yourself because you go, you know what? I took that break for that wedding, say on Saturday. It didn't do too much damage or what the fuck? This isn't going to, no, this wee McDonald's here is not going to do any problems. I think... See, I actually really struggle to break that because it's psychological. Yeah, but, but you're a fucking, though, but you're a robot, Tony. You think, see, you, think that plate of guilt. dinner you put up the other day is like something yeah. in Auschwitz. <laughs> and you had a fucking spoon. I didn't even, the spoon annoyed me more than the food. <laughs> Did you eat that with a spoon? Yeah. You're an absolute fucking animal. Is that uh, is that salmon and rice. basmati rice? No, it was jasmine, but yeah, and with a spoon. Yeah, that's it. With nothing on it. With nothing on it. Nothing on it. You're like fucking Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most poverty-stricken meal I've seen in a long time, Tony. And you ate it with that- a spoon. I couldn't be arsed cooking anything else, and it's there. I mean, I do you put salt? You're like, so you put sea salt on it or anything? No. Yeah, put a wee bit of sea salt in it. Yeah. Uh, pepper. Yeah, put a wee bit of pepper. That's it. That's you know, that. That was the ble- that was shock. one of the bleakest dinners. No, I've watched Mark. I've watched Mark Getty. I've watched Mark Getty when he's when he's going for Nava Pros and Universes and all that there, and he be eating stuff. And it used to, I used to be going, oh, fuck, that looks wild dry, Mark, and it'd be, he'd be training me, and he'd be eating cod and rice out of a wee tub, and he'd be, oh, buddy, I have to get this in me, and I'd be looking at it, that was everybody's bad. Not, like, see, the funny thing is, too, like, I actually don't mind bland, and the thing is, I'm, I, I need a meat where it was protein, I need fish, I need salmon and carb source, and I was like, well, I can't be arse cooking anything else, so salmon was already done, and I was like, I'm just going to take a bag of rice, and that'll do me. And that was 250 grams of rice? Yeah, 250 grams of jasmine rice, mushed up, hard to bet. I mean, overcooked, you mean? Just fucking fried to bits, like there's fucking nothing left of it. Oh, do you, do you put it in the frying pan? No, no, I don't. I just mean it's got fucking sozzled in the microwave. Um, Newt. So, the plan is you reckon eight weeks? We reckon sixty-eight weeks. We're gonna see how things go, uh, but I reckon it's gonna take. I reckon it's gonna take six good hard weeks at least, and yeah. then review, see what looks, probably fill me out with carbs, and then see uh, what looks, see what looks good and what looks bad, and then call because, like, if, if like, see, like my biceps look like wank because of the amount of body fat I carry. So like in between my elbow and my bicep, you know that wee bit of like there. Uh. Like that that makes my bicep look shite because there's so much actual like fat in there and that sounds yeah. so odd, but it stops the peak looking good. So you actually don't know what you look like. But does bicep biceps are very it's very genetic thing, I think. You get it some boys have like the, the the double double hump, you no know, fucking that Yeah, the weird stuff, yeah, the weird stuff. It is, yeah, it's genetics too, but everybody looks better leaner. Like I know boys that oh, yeah, are eighty yeah. kilos that would take a foot could take a photo beside me. And look better than me, just but and I could I could look like a monster beside them, but they'll look better on the photo because they're lean, Joe. You know? uh, yeah, I, I'm sure people don't want to listen to me rant on all day. Anyway, this is that started. I'll keep you updated with speedo updates as well. What questions have we got, sir? I have some for my Q and A too. If you want, we to have. Well, there's there's a question sent in about uh, public speaking. 
and about and about the podcast and about you know ways that probably to grow confidence to maybe start a podcast i don't know where the what what uh where the question's coming from if the person's maybe thinking of maybe if he's if he's speaking in front of the camera or starting a podcast or just speaking in front of people in general maybe with work or or maybe he's a teacher i don't know um but yeah, that, that's an interesting one because we talked about this a few, like more than a few times. When we first started this podcast, and you can listen to the first couple of episodes again, we were very uh, robotic and kind of tight. And well, I wouldn't say we were nervous, but we were just very aware that this has been recorded and we didn't want to fuck it up. And in, in a way, we didn't fuck it up, but in a way we were stuffy, and it, and I came Just across. Wrote, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not nice. That's why your your listenership as well. You know, it's not the same. You build more when you're natural. Like that's why. I don't, I honestly just treat, like, I honestly, I think the more you do it too, the less you, you you actually forget people are recording it. You're like, yeah. you know what I mean? See, the, there is then, that that's the same way you, you, you're forgetting that, like, people are actually listening and then you get, a, like, a, a wake-up call where someone's like, oh, you said this, you said that, that I didn't like that, or you said this, or he said that. Technically, technically I, you're just you're listening in on our conversation i think that's more yeah what I like about see that's what people that yeah, for a while there there was a few people getting offended by stuff we were saying no it's not it's it's conversation we like to flow like a conversation with insight it's not exactly you, know, you listen to some podcasts and they're they're this isn't a discipline you sign into the podcast and the fuckers preaching at you from day one time yeah. what you should do you're like that's not what we're at we're here to spark a thought and you make your own informed decision if you don't agree with our opinion we're not going to fall out with you. So yeah. Whenever people disagree with your opinion and automatically you become the enemy. This is like, you know, with the vaccines in the minute, there's the, see if you get the vaccine, happy days. See if you don't get the vaccine, happy days. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you do. It's not on me. You're in for, yeah. you're allowed to make your decision, whatever you want. I don't give a fuck what the government's doing. See if I get the vaccine, I don't want everybody at my front door saying, oh, you're supporting that they're, they're these vaccine passports. And see if I don't get the, the, the vaccine, I don't want everybody at my door saying, oh, you're slowing down the process. It's none of your fucking business. Exactly. Is, if I talked about if I talked about getting it on here, I don't want you to turn around and say, "All right, well now me and him are enemies because we have a slightly different view." That's like saying because I'm Catholic and somebody's Protestant, we can't be friends. That's complete horseshit. And that's yeah. old. Yeah, that's but old, that's old ideology. Yeah. It's stupid. And whenever you disagree with somebody, and all of a sudden that makes you fall out, that's complete immaturity and being a fucking moron, in my opinion. Yeah, and James Smith talked about this before, and I I'd only really like only hit home with me about a month or so ago and this was a really old podcast he took um he talked about when he talked about things in podcasts people took it like personally like it was a personal yes. attack on them and they were like oh well fucking you do 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 and fuck you fuck this and then it was i think it was somebody who maybe all the weight watchers are fucking slim and world shit and he's like i'm not saying that i'm just saying from a fucking it's from a from a, a bigger perspective i'm not talking about you as a person and people, you know, that's the one thing I will say when it comes to public speaking, when you when you do put yourself out there and you spoke about it in the past, you do open yourself up for slightly more critique. Now, you're putting something out there. You know, you're people are going to go, yeah. So you're technically going to be, you're going to be delivering something that people can challenge yeah. or that. But I honestly think, see with public speaking, like I've done it and I've done it in a room of a hundred and I'm not lying. First couple minutes will always be 
if you're not used to it, a bit slower. Yeah. That's the way it's going to be. Take your time. You're going to wonder. Best thing you can say on the mic is just go, I don't speak that often on this, so it's going to take me a couple minutes to warm up. And people will be like, right, well, I'm going to give this boy a break. Yeah. They'll immediately go, it's different if you paid an event, like we were talking with James Smith or something like that, and the person speaking each other, you paid for that, and that person's fucking supposed to be good at it. Well, the, the other thing is, too, a lot of... Uh, a lot I, of... I struggled with that. Like, I struggled. Any public speaking, it's taken me away with the time. I think it's repetition. And yeah. the more you... The more... See, even the fact you're writing in here, that shows you're nervous about it. You honestly need to relax, because that's the only thing that you need to do for it to go well. That's it. Like, you just need to chill the fuck out. It, like, what's the worst that happens? You study your words. What's the worst that happens? That's a slide goes wrong. Not that big of a fucking deal. It's all about attitude. Like I know people who have put slides in their things that are random pictures of things that weren't supposed to be there. Like, and they just go, "Oh fuck, sorry, that's not supposed to be there." And it's wiped off. It's not a big deal. I think it's honestly relax and repetition. You're not going to be good at something the first time you do it. You can't be good at public speaking, just like you can't be good at guitar the first time you ever fucking play. Yeah, and don't the other thing I was going to say and. Like, don't worry about like, if you if you say word if you pronounce words straight. Like me and you fucking pronounce things wrong all the time in this podcast. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry about that. Like I used to be weary about that stuff. Like really badly weary about it. And then I realized like KSI has a fucking lisp, and he's one of the biggest YouTubers in the world for talking. Exactly. So it's funny. Like nobody gives I, a fuck. They, like really, the only person who really cares about that is you. You know. Um. And as you said, it's repetition, it's getting out there, it's doing it. And once you get sort of more comfortable in your own skin and doing it, then you won't really think about it ever. You know, it'll just be... It's like, the way I, I think of it, say if you go into the gym and you go to squat. So when you go to squat, you set up, you do it right. You know, you think about it, you know, you're, you're setting it up. You're, you know, there's always, you're always a wee bit cagey when you're squatting. But if you go over and lift a barbell to fucking do like bicep curls, you just grab it and start going. You know, it's the same you, when you get comfortable with something, you, you'll just be able to do it really fucking easy. Um, Repetition equals mastery. You just need to get doing it. And that's my opinion. Yeah. Well, get it done. And if you get a chance to public speak, the only way you'll get better at it is by constantly doing it. Otherwise, you will avoid it for the rest of your life. Not everybody likes doing it. I honestly feel the same as you say. And this is one of the very few things. I get nervous on but the thing is you should only be nervous if you don't know what you're speaking on or if you know you're yeah. telling lies <laughs> if you yeah if you knew if, you, if you're selling something that's complete bullshit or something like that you will be nervous and if you're new to it but see honestly if you ask me to get up and do something on Joe like I'm trying to figure out like business I'd be okay with but like if you talked about like Football. Do something on fashion yeah football no shit show people would have me right there but see if you ask me to get up there and talk about training yeah i'd be able to talk to the cows come home very confident whereas so if you know your craft it's just presentation rehearse 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 and honestly just get up and do it i think that's that's all we need to really run on that one to be honest because it is just a matter of getting it done yeah and get that see all that imagine the audience Re try and relax slow down your breathing take it slow take it slow and just get up and fucking do it. And once it's done, it might not go too well, but every time you do it, you'll get better. And don't fully script it. If you have to write stuff down, bullet point it as as things to remind yeah, yourself. Don't read off the board, because just fucking you lose people quicker that with. way. Like yeah, some of the best podcasts about, like some of the most what? informative podcasts about, they're running off a script. And I can't listen to the podcast because of that point. It's robotic. But yet I know they're giving out very, very good advice. 
I cannot listen to that podcast because it's he's, he's reading off a script and I can tell the person's reading off the script. Or reading off a teleprompter. And it's unfortunate because it's a, it's a really good podcast, but once you script it out, you see, they script it out. A lot of people script it out and go here, that's a 20-minute podcast. They do 20-minute podcasts. They do 15-minute podcasts. They know that if they read at this cadence, this is 15 minutes. It's and it's it's a wee bit shitty, but I can't. I just can't listen to it. It's like if you're listening to a lecture <laughs> or an audiobook. Yeah, I don't want to listen to an audiobook by a guy mouse. from fucking Newcastle. Yeah, like reading off the board, like it's just fucking fry your head. Like it's not worth it. What did you get any others? Did you want me to pick one? You pick here? one, then we'll go back to this other one. Uh, how many times a week would you? You can you can call which one we do here. I'll just run through it. <laughs> would you rather? talk like Yoda or breathe like Darth Vader for the rest of your life breathe like Darth Vader yeah 100% I already breathe like him so it's no big deal uh, how many times a week would you focus on core hit or miss twice a year well right so I reckon I would answer that well no one's handy and everybody wants core, core training like abs so I honestly I, I oversimplify this See, any movement for abs is the exact opposite of everything else. So your, your abs function is two things, protection and, and curling. Really, that's it. Yeah. So protection, obviously, if you get punched there to protect your vital organs as well as your ribs and stuff. Uh, and then the second one is, uh, well, obviously, stability is there as well, and curling's so three. The, see the crunch thing, the curling in on yourself? You always want to think about this, the best cue, is think about getting your mouth to your private parts. That will always get it. Whereas people crunch forwards, you're focusing on curling in, like cr- like hunching over. Yeah. And see all lab exercises, you don't want to do, and this is just me being straight, you do not want to do Russian twists. You do not want to do anything for your obliques. Why? Anything, see anything in my opinion, like I program them the odd time, right? And it's just more so for the person to feel like they're actually working them up. See, honestly, the only thing you need to work out of their muscle groups is the top abs. See everything else, hanging leg raises does not work your lower abs. It well, depending now, depending if you're, you're talking about from an aesthetic point of view? From an aesthetic point of Not view, Not a yes, performance. Yes, yes. Ah, yes, yes yeah. no, absolutely. From a performance point of view, Russian twists for a boxer, for example. Yeah. Yes. Because you're getting power and weight. See, from an aesthetic point of view, building out your obliques or pounding the side of your abs or you're trying to build your lower abs through hip, hip like uh, lower leg raises, it's going to cause blocky waist with building your obliques blocky midsection which makes you look less tapered and then on top of that you're going to tighten your hip flexors up like fuck not only do you probably sit all day like most people like me so you're saying leg raises you... leg raises aren't what, what you're, you're, see the problem is your you're function of your you're, you're better doing a reverse crunch land on the ground than you are doing a leg raise would that not be like yeah. say like uh, knee knee raises on one of them chairs you know the things in the gym would that not be yeah, the same as a reverse crunch no. Do you mean like a V up, or do you mean like a machine crunch? No, you know, like the machine. You know the like the the cradle thing in the gym where you put your arms like that, and your legs are in two and they curl in together. And then no, you're you're hanging and you lift your knees up. Knee raises. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Knee raises. No, it's going to tighten your hip flexors. Yeah. That's going to work your hip. Like think think of the function there, right? So your 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 function is yes, it's to bring. 
your your function of your abs is either to bring like the best way to explain it is either to bring if you're a male cock to mouth or mouth to cock that's the best way to explain it that's yep. going to keep you really logically right so you're going to think about leg raise right and you're going to think yes that's bringing me up see majority of people that do a hanging leg raise yeah. where did the stop um when hard. you're in a seated position you're yeah. almost in like an upright seated position yeah that's when your hip flexors are fully almost shortened so you actually need to get if you were to curl if you were to do it and your knees were to come i mean into your fucking mouth yeah yes so the only leg movement I would give for lower abs normally would be probably a reverse crunch down on the ground where you actually lift your bum fully off the ground and your knees almost go in your mouth. And see if you do that for your lower abs, you will feel that far more than a hanging leg raise, far more than a knee up. And the problem is there's this real conception that your lower abs won't grow if you're not if you're not hitting lower abs. That's horseshit. 90% of people won't have lower abs because genetically you do not have them. Yeah. I have a four pack and the bottom two are dabs. They just run into nothing. Yeah. So it will look like four blocks and then it just dies off into nothing. So people will be like, oh, that's six. No, I have four pack and there's nothing down the bottom. It just runs in. Some people will have eight, some people have none. See, honestly, your most bang for the buck movements is going to be decline crunches where you actually curl in, rope ab crunches and a crunch machine. Can't do rope ab crunches, Tony. Okay, rope ab crunches. I can't, I can't do them. Why? Don't know. I think it's a movement you'll either love or you hit. Very, very hard to get the form right if you don't have uh, so I can, even when, I, I like a boy taught me the coaching points um, doing it. I just can't, I just don't get no burn. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I see, I think, it, I think it's one of the things where, like, I love the movement, whereas I would say 99% of females I program them for fucking hate it. They never connect with it. But 20% of males probably don't connect with it either. But the, see the ones who do connect. Yeah. They love it, and it's one of the things where, like, don't get me wrong. I like, see bicycle crunches and like planks and stuff. Yeah, like, bicycle crunches are still a crunch in itself, so that still works. But like, see a plank stability, core endurance. Yes, that will make your core look slightly better from an aesthetic standpoint. Though, if you're talking about bang for your buck, yeah, two movements, three movements a week, eight to twenty-five reps, progressive overload. Or do do two Pilates or do a Pilates class a week or the yoga is, class a week. Like, you don't, don't get me wrong you'll see people put up ab circuits where they've got these class abs yeah but I'm talking about how you can get abs with the least amount of work yeah well like like you do an 8 minute like do you ever see you do 8 minute abs yeah that's how I actually built my abs like that yeah so like you'll think I'm I'm being a hypocrite here but I didn't know that when I was 16 yeah I just was like right this is a YouTube video I'm gonna do this once a day and then I built up doing it twice a day then three times Progressive overload. Yeah. Exact same also, three movements. Also, abs are built in the kitchen. Exactly. I think yeah, that's a good thing. I think focusing on abs two to three times a week, whether you, but the thing is, need to enjoy it too. Like, see, whenever I give my clients one ab movement a week, yeah. immediately they're like, this isn't enough. And it's because it's hard to hit failure on abs whenever you're not doing So sometimes a circuit's nice to burn you out and to overload. So yeah, like, but see, that's it. There's a wee bit of extra calorie burning it too exactly so i think almost starting with like say if twice a week you do one say you do rope ab crunches on a monday and on a thursday you do weighted crunches or a crunch machine yeah. and then every after you progress we will over two weeks add in like body weight crunches after both yeah joe like like a circuit and then add in bicycle crunches after both and you can build it out and build up the volume that's the exact same as adding reps or weight you're just adding more volume so that's yeah. why they're growing yeah, but boy. it's the burn. It's it's the same as like, a, and this is not me being said. Like the reason that females love a wee bit of hit on the end of their workouts, you'll see every class or any gym 
PT corner usually brings people to this treadmill or they make them do lunges or they make them do something where they're going to get a sweat at the end because it makes you actually feel like you're doing more. Yeah, well, that is, that's one of the other, like, PT cons. They fucking, the last exercise, the burnout one, and then you leave all sweaty and you're like, oh, such a session. And you're like, well, really, you didn't do that much for the first 25 minutes. But for the last yeah. five minutes, you fucking went balls to the wall. Um, yeah, like don't get me wrong. There's a hundred ways to skin a cat, but I just find that that actually works really well. Like I don't even hit abs. Like I hit them once a week, like three sets, and just progressively overload on the cross yeah. machine. Yeah, I always thought hanging leg raises were the were the dawn. To be honest, it depends. Like you connect. But then really, that's really just well. that's just. But then that's just me reading into. But like, do you see when you do them? Do you feel them like really, really well? Oh, in your abs, fucking or you wild, wild. But but see, then you you could be connecting with your abs in them. But the thing is. Could you be getting more bang for your buck in a different? Well, movement? now saying that, I've really bad hips, Tony. So the wee light bulb woman went off my head when you said about the hips. Yeah, it's one of the things you need to suss out. Like it's just like me saying, Joe, you, you shouldn't bench for your chest because that's not how I built mine. But at the same time, there's going to be somebody out there that's built their chest completely off it. So it's 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 fitness is one of these things that, as much as there's science, it's still very opinion based. Oh, massively. Mad. So it's not like a be all and end all. Do you have a third? Do you have another question? Now this is just a wee bit different. I do, I do indeed. This one, well, this one's kind of like the last question here. This is from a, a client, I think. Let me just get this up. Uh, weight training four times a week, tracking calories religiously, struggling to see results. What am I doing wrong? Is he cutting or going bulking? It's a female not adjusting needs to adjust so there needs to be you need to either go deeper or go up so if you're not seeing results if you're not seeing weight movement measurement movement or photo progression you have two options you either go deeper or you go out so you either go deeper into that or you, deeper into the dieting phase or you go uh, you start reversing out and building up your calories there's no point in squeezing a lemon and getting no juice from it you either squeeze harder or you stop squeezing squeeze a lemon get no juice kid other problem could be that's very straightforward if you're uh you're taking my fitness pal unless you're preparing your food from scratch if you're right in certain things sometimes yes, the you're some, tracking out if you're if you're eating uh, out an eyeball that you're fucked sometimes the data the people so, like, so a lot of my fitness pal data has been inputted by other human beings i think we all know other a lot of other human beings are fucking idiots um and you sometimes can get the same product with four different readings that could be yeah. that could be an issue um, I know I f I fell into that before. The other issue is if you're burning, say you're doing you're doing cardio and you're burning five hundred extra calories, and my fitness pals looking at that and off your Apple Watch or your Fitbit and going, oh, you have an extra five hundred calories you can eat. You don't. You don't have that extra five hundred if you if you're eating two thousand calories, you eat two thousand just because you've burnt an extra six hundred doesn't mean you have an extra six hundred to play with. Um, a lot of people fall into that. We trap as well um also you may you mightn't be training as hard as you think either that, four days a week like if you're, if you're just doing four days a week on no two, but i mean like actual the actual steps. sessions <clears throat> yeah you're probably gonna need cardio steps too like if you're not you need to track them too so yeah cardio steps you need to make sure your sessions are tough and you're progressively overloading if you're building muscle it's literally down to the weights yeah 
like don't get me wrong food's important but if you're dieting and you're trying to see results like you need to remember like the best way to explain this is if you're building muscle and you're a dad and it's like trying to build a wall with pebbles versus if you're in a surplus it's like trying to build a wall with bricks yeah it's gonna be much quicker and also if you've been dieting for a long time you might need a diet break you might have to reverse out your body could be adapted yeah. as tony says you go up or down and i personally would just roll with the approach of like if somebody random asked me this on instagram the first thing i would say is just from an outside in perspective if you're kneeling everything you need to go deeper or you need to go out. You either need to add in cardio, more steps or less food. Or if that's too tough, you need to dial out. Yeah. No matter what it is, you're going to hear people say, oh, do you know, 1,200 calorie diets are for living on. If you're 1,300 calories and you're not losing weight and you have fucking loads of steps done, loads of cardio, and you want to lose more weight, you have no option but to go deeper or build your calories out and then re That's your two options. As much as everybody's saying, oh, you can't dad, you can go as low as you want. Now, there's health implications. Well, you've always said Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd McDonald is it or Lloyd Lyle McDonald and they yeah. talk about like extremely low calorie diets used efficiently for short periods of time and he's a lot yeah, of science based around that now he he strenuously talks it's not for anything more than four weeks but he's like I know he, they've used it to massive success to get people over over plateaus as well I think long term I think long term is worse than short aggressive. Like yeah. I would rather myself be an eight hundred for three weeks than fifteen hundred for twenty. Yeah. Like Joe the, like the, I know people won't agree with this, but they're the mental know, implications. Get back growing, Joe. Like it's, uh, it's easier to do twenty one days than fucking hundred and thirty. And I think a lot of females in particular get stuck in this like where they're constantly dating and they're they're getting looped in by and don't get me wrong like I actually do like some James Smith stuff like this grave over stuff but see these coaches that are preaching about sustainable dating dating should not be sustainable it's fucking dating it should be done quick and out quick see these people that are dating you for 20 plus weeks saying oh I'm down two stone in 20 weeks dad hard for eight weeks get the two stone off and then go back to fucking reversion and enjoying your life yeah Joe that's what I that's what I I like I like um yeah, hard blocks and then easy blocks. Like I diet once a year for eight weeks, tough probably if even. And the rest of the year I keep it living it, but I build my calories up and I enjoy my life. Like there's see these females that are living on 14, 15, 1600 calories all year. Like I have females who diet hard and they probably do go down to about twelve, thirteen hundred, maybe twelve hundred <laughs> last week. Loads of cardio, loads of steps. Last week of that, and that is the diet for eight weeks, and then see the rest of the year I have them up around three k. Yeah. Like, would you rather have that, or would you rather sit around fifteen hundred, hitting your life when you break that because you're struggling because you're dating so long? End of the world. End of the world. Fuck a broken. Fuck that. Like, Joe, that's why I like people hit on. Well, they don't hit on him. Christian Guzman. Um, he's more of a lifestyle guy now. He, you know, Alpha Elite. He's fucking hugely successful. Yeah. But he's he's about that thing. Like, if you weigh yourself or whatever on the scales, or you see something in the mirror, and you're like, "Fuck, I've let that go a wee bit." I'm going to jump on for a wee two-week here, a wee three-week, and just, you know, tighten it up, and then keep it a wee bit tighter, and don't get into, you know, bad habits, because everybody's going to fall into bad habits again. So, unless you're someone like you, Tony, who you just fucking love. No, you love eating clean. But if you're like, yeah. you know, if you're, he lives in Texas, they're out for fucking margaritas and barbecue all the time, and the way he looks at it is, every few weeks, he'll just tighten it up slightly. A wee reminder to himself. Now he trains because he loves training doesn't do much cardio unless he's cutting but I like his philosophy on it because it's you, as you said you're not in this eternal circle of dieting you know because the mental effect on that's a wee bit fuck it you know we've all been there I've been there where you just 
And I remember when you were coaching me, that was one of the questions you always asked. No, how are you actually feeling? Because it can, the mental, it's not torture, but there's that point in your head where when you're, you're weighing everything, you're, you're looking at the scales, you're, you're doing everything, and then you're like, fuck. No. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I need a break here. Yeah, some people are going to struggle on 2,000 calories. Some people are going to struggle on 1,200. Some people are going to struggle on 3,500, Joe. It's really partial dependent. So you just need to take it by your approach. But to answer that question in full, if you're kneeling everything, you either need to go deeper or come out. If the lemon's not worth the squeeze, squeeze harder. Or fucking stop squeezing. Let the lemon grow back. Maybe it's the weirdest analogy ever. Right, I think you should get that tattooed in your, your belt. <laughs> <laughs> get that tattooed in your belt. The lemon's not worth oh. the squeeze. There'd be fucking... <laughs> There wouldn't be enough room. Right. I need a bigger delt. Another question. Oh, I have a one for you. It's not really a question. It was more of a person uh, decided they want to air a grievance. Not a grievance. It's a, a oh view, an opinion on you, Tony. Why is it me? Is, uh, Why is it you? Are you and AJ Morris twins? Oh, my God. No way. Dress the same. Get on the same. I had to go and do a look on the thing. You do, you we're do twins. dress a bit similar. <laughs> That's because we just wear trained by JP stuff, though. Is that what he wears as well? He wears the same clothes as me. He just wears it over. Someone did say that to me on Instagram last week. I forgot that's to put it brutal. on. That's the dirty. He said, uh, "That's I know. I don't think that's a dig at all." AJ Morris is fucking cool cat, is he not? Dunno, I don't like his clothing sense now because I think he wears stuff way too big. I think I just wear it a wee bit too big. Whereas oh, I think his is like... <laughs> you taking this real personal. <laughs> I'm taking this and the wee hat and all and the, the big headphones. Who's hey. who's AJ Morris's trainer? The girl. I don't think he's got a trainer. Man. I think he coaches himself. No, no. There's some girl screaming at him in videos. She annoys me. No, that's his girlfriend. It was his girlfriend. Sixty years old. Sounds like an old lady. Yeah, that's what. That's the way it is. Yeah. Fuck. Hope um, he doesn't no. listen to the podcast. What? Hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. So what is he? He's five foot tall like you. Oh, he's doing he's doing double front. He's doing double front chest there. All right, Tony. Last question. Pull it out of your Q and A there. Right, we there. I have loads here. So you tell me when you want which one you want to answer because there'll be loads, right? <laughs> uh, right, wait there. I'm trying to find something that actually makes sense. Right, what's heavier, a pound of chicken or a pound of beef? Well, they're both a pound, so neighbor. <laughs> uh, if I do push pull legs six days, it's okay to use the exact same workouts for both push days, for example. No, no definitely not. That's definitely too easy not. answered. Why have you got tan lines? What's better for muscle growth? Higher reps at lower weight or vice versa? Neighbor, you need both. Anything where you progress lower room between eight to 25 reps. Yep. I concur. In your supplements, you said, why are you taking four bed? Just because I fucking remember. I'm trying to find, I'm actually buying like all out. I'm trying to find these. And then there's loads of stuff that I don't even know what it is. Like, like people ask me opinion on, I can't even pronounce this. Edgestone, Edgestone, E-C-D-Y, Strone. I'm assuming this is a SARM because whenever I get asked something, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's it's always a SARM. Is um, that the, thinking. that's the SARM that you, the CrossFit people got caught with last week? Hormone, which is therefore most one common molted hormones in insects and crabs, right? This sounds fucking is the main con is this is a main compound in spinach extract. It is a 
phytosteroid, whatever the fuck that is, that is a steroid that occurs naturally in plants and belongs in a class called photosterols, which are structurally similar to cholesterol. So they're not even steroids, they're similar to cholesterol instead. Uh, honestly, anything I looked up here, I'd need to type into PubMed here and get you an answer for that one. So I don't know what the fuck it is. I need to actually look into that. But anything that's legal to buy usually doesn't work. And that's me being honest. Fat burners that are legal don't work. Muscle steroids that are like SARMs that are legal don't work. The only uh, fat burner that works is clean, guys. And it's illegal. And don't fucking take it because it's not nice. You taking it? I've in the past. Ah, yeah, yeah. How'd you find it? Um, you jittery. Oh, mate. Shake, shake time, said I. Yeah. Oh, fuck. This is going back seven, eight years ago. Um, couldn't, I couldn't even con- couldn't I conduct myself it. in work, and I only took one. I was meant to take two, and I had like tremors, and I was just like, I can't never take that again. And I sweated I- that hard that I had to leave work and drive twenty-seven miles. No, 26 miles home, get a change of clothes and go back to work. And that was only half a dose. I and think... I, uh, and I have a good I've caffeine had, fucking I've, tolerance. I had one client... Yeah, exactly. You're used to caffeine. I had one client taking about three, four years ago, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he talked about me knowing. He, he, he messaged me once he had taken it, about the second day, saying, well, mate, took these yesterday, took them today. Don't know why I'm getting heart palpitations. The boy <laughs> in the gym told me they were just fat burners. And to be fair to him, like he did lose a parent in two days or something. So trying to be listening, we're not endorsing this. Clean buterol is for people with asthma. Speeds up your heart rate, opens up your airways and stuff, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. technically, when you speed up your heart rate, it's as if when you're sitting, you're walking, when you're walking, you're running, that's how high your heart rate goes. Like your heart rate will probably go up to about, say it's a resting of 50, you will probably sit with a resting heart rate of 75, so you burn more calories. But there is side effects like fucking taking a heart attack, heart palpitations, also going off your fucking Anxiety. And, just not fucking worth it at all. That's one yeah. of the things. Where well, it's just I sure. uh, the guy, guy was tra- guy I was trained with at the time. Um, didn't prescribe them to me. He was like, "Here, should take them there to help out a wee bit." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that." And took them. Well, took one and didn't agree with me. So it took one the next day because you know way you just do that again. And it really didn't agree with me. And I was just like, "Nah, that'll do." Not gonna lie, the rest of these questions are a bit like easily answered and they're for QA, they're not for like this. So I don't know whether you want to run through something. No, no, all good. Um what was I gonna say? Yes, we are planning a couple more guests on the show. So that's a lie, but uh, yeah. No no there's 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 plans. You're in place. planning. Oh you I'm planning I um I have ideas. I just haven't implemented. Uh, people want Phil Graham on Oh, I think that's a tricky one for our type of podcast. I'm not gonna lie. I know. I don't know if I, I don't know if it could hold me shit with me there. You two would end up an argument. One hundred. <laughs> Ryan Quinn is another one. Everybody was talking about. Um, right, that's good. I think Louis Blackmore would be quite good as well. I said that to you before. Uh, Keegan Hirsch would be quite good on my side. I just need to get them actually. And in. I haven't even met. They will come on. I just need to actually. A lot of people message. actually said when I put that thing up about guests. A lot of people actually said about Hillary. That's fine. I'll bring her on no sweat. Um, just about uh, the. Would you enjoy doing one without me? Would you enjoy? No, we'll need you. We need you. We need you because then she can help me gang up and you hopefully again. This is fucking shit. Um, but no, a lot of people were like the one I kind of know about her, like getting ready for the stage and and also, you know, her being back and forth from Liverpool, working full time, you know, 
I don't know. People seem to right, enjoy that. People seem to she's enjoy that journey. She's home at the weekend here, so if you want, we can always record another one. Uh, depending on how you feel, that would that would keep us up. Uh, I need to figure out how you how would you work that with the laptop and the headphones. I know this isn't a question for the podcast, but I'm confused. Uh, we'll we'll suss that out. Um, right. and then Maybe all, two laptops. A lot of ones says uh, some more high uh, high performance GA players. Right, so, that's good. I reckon that would be that. Would so be that'll be that. Well, that'll be no athletes would be good. Yeah. Uh, just a high performance athlete would be good in my opinion aye because like the GA players is hard because like they couldn't be from down they couldn't be from Armagh I'd probably just be throwing boys like to be honest because the rest of them are going to fucking shit stop right. flexing oh, your chest not bombshell we'll line them up i never flex my chest line them up Lee Quinn I want Lee Quinn on he'd be very good but it's just getting him aye you've been saying that for 18 on. months it's hard to even get me like, do you know what I mean no it's hard to get fucking like see when people message me about podcasts I, know. I, like, I will go on your podcast County Down Under Gear that was the other one I couldn't remember who yeah. it was that's a good shout it would be sorry I forget it's just name. one of them things because everybody's busy so yeah, the problem is there's two of us so it's the organising three people it's a wank fest I know right guys everybody loves a wank fest keep uh, rating and reviewing and we'll see you next time oh yes one last thing if you want to watch my YouTube video, I'm putting up a new one, Mickey. Oh, when is, when are you putting it out? Sunday? I'm, I know, I'm going to put it out today or tomorrow, I think. So, it's Saturday, out already, Saturday. guys. <laughs> this is going to go out Monday, so the YouTube oh, video is out. Yeah. The YouTube video is out, number two. Can you guess what it is? Do you want to see the thumbnail? You'll do some laugh, and we do see the fucking... Is, it, is the, this made... What's the guy? Who made this thumbnail? Guy from the Philippines, or wherever the fuck he's from. Right. Here, when you see this, you will get some laugh at this. I'm not lying. When people people will have seen it by now, but you will go back and look at the thumbnail because I'm not lying. The laugh and I don't. Whenever he sent me it through, I was like, "Oh, who's editing this? Who edits the video? Me, handsome me. There's the thumbnail there. Have a look at that and give me your first impression. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's better. Do you think that's better? Oh, I, yeah. Well, I don't know about the colour of the text, but that's that's the shit that drags people in. Tan lines are tan lines are fucking disaster there right now. The horrendous. But I had to take it that day. What house? Is, this is your house in Newry. This is my mum and dad's house. Yeah, it's not even my house. Giving a tour around. I say that in the video when they're not going. Like I'm going to give a tour of my. So the videos aren't even like people are going to be tuned in for fitness and get absolute garbage. But I'm trying to give a mix. I don't want it to be just fitness. I think that's so boring. No, it's I. It's there's very few that can actually juggle fitness with any sort of humor. You need like, you need to have a lot. People want to see that you're into fitness. They want to see that you're in good shape. They don't want you to shut to just talk about low calorie foods. Stop doing your fucking like. Well, I don't anyway. That's boring as fuck. Mushrooms and egg whites. So, <laughs> so on that bombshell, if you if you have subscribed to my YouTube or fuck the muscle and hustle, just tune in that. It's far better. Anyway. Uh, so I we'll just subscribe to, to Tony's YouTube channel and. Well, fuck, video fuck. this. This can be one of my videos soon. Don't worry. Uh, don't worry. He's going to bring me on board, guys. Don't worry. The the real oh. deal. The real deal will be on. This will be good. Come, go follow me on YouTube as well. What? Go follow me on YouTube. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll have to video our first meet. I'm going to start getting in the comment section and like, rail up some abuse. Yeah, if you guys knew this guy in your you wouldn't be watching this video. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all people watching him anyway. But, right. Yeah, right. Thank you very much.